and welcome back to One Piece with a Lime, where we like our drinks stirred, not shaken. And, uh, well, we got a, a bit of a limited cast this week, although I know we've had a, a, a two-man cast on more than one occasion. It's just uh, it's just me, Christian, and, and uh, Devin. Uh, we lost Justin Hey-o. to the void, and Jordy uh, is... You know, he's he's just being Jordy somewhere else. Darkness. <laughs> no parents. <laughs> okay. What? My God. Lego Batman memes here. Yeah. Uh, j- uh, j- just to inform the audience, this uh, this may be a bit of a different episode. Um, this will probably be the first week where our editor, Dylan, um, he unfortunately has actually gone on strike for this cast. Um, and this is this is a, a bit of a meme, but also not a meme. Our our editor has gone on a tangent and decided that the cast takes a little bit of time out of their life. Uh, Dylan, of course, and uh, has decided that the editing process will probably be a little bit uh, shorter uh, going forward. So we really hope that we are not making chuckle fucks of ourselves throughout the entire cast. Oop, I already swore. Uh, and I mean, we yeah. already do that. Yeah, I, mean, like, I, go out, I go out of my way to do it's that. It's about it's about the the terrible jokes that we normally cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the but, you know the lack of any sizable content. They still don't know that Bluno from the bar joke that I made that one time. It's oh probably boy, that, that one was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do got to say though, Dylan's picket fence line. Look, it's my cute. I like it. I like the size. I like the effort he put into it. <laughs> That's so, what he was uh, doing in his spare time instead of editing. <laughs> well, yeah, he had to. You have to going you on strike. Pull a strike out of nowhere. You have to make the signs. Yeah. FYI, I have COVID. Yay! Oh Yay. yeah, and also, also Devin has COVID. So if I sound and- like Batman, that's why. But he's here for he's here for you guys. I'm doing this for you. We actually, it's actually not even Devin. Devin decided to like you know stay home and go to bed. Uh, we actually brought on the Will Arnett for this exact cast. <laughs> who's Who's Will Arnett? All oh, right. Oh I, boy, I, here we go. <laughs> no, that's I don't know who that is. I'm serious. <laughs> uh it's the voice of Bojack Horseman and also the guy who played Batman in Lego Batman. Oh, okay. Hence hence it Will all Arnett. ties together. <laughs> <laughs> My god. But uh you know, honestly talking about the the fact that this will get a little less editing. Best case scenario, everything's exactly the way as it used to be and I'm sorry, Dylan gets to have a little bit of extra sleep well, on his day. Now Dylan's secret's out. <laughs> it's Unless not... Dylan you know, s- snips that and censors it. But that's just it. He can't anymore. There will be no more snipping going forward. Well, there's a difference between can't and won't. Mm, that's very true. It's very true. That's why he's on strike with his cute little signs. <laughs> I love the idea of a tiny little <laughs> hamster going on actual strike with baby <laughs> signs. Well, he keeps walking in circles around, you know, Jory's house, so he has to step over them occasionally. More kibble, less work. More kibble, less work. <laughs> Gaming laptops are for all. We demand more fruit snacks. <laughs> we demand more waifu pillows. But all all that aside, uh, we we are here for the cast. Hopefully, nothing really changes. But just know go or know that going forward for the for the remainder of this app, and it'll probably become a pattern for the foreseeable future. Uh, we do value our editor's lifestyle uh, profusely. So, Dylan, you know if you're hearing this, power to you, my guy. Uh, moving on to the summary. Uh, we didn't actually decide who wants to do that. Who wants to do that? I'll do it. Say what I mean, it sounds like you just did. All right, yeah. we're in. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're doing it. Unless you want, you know, me, Bojack Horseman, to do it. With the stadium emptied out and the side bosses defeated, Luffy squares up to fight Hancock. But she decides that enough is enough. Luffy demands she reverse the petrification on the three warriors, but Hancock issues an ultimatum instead. He can either have that or he can hitch a ride to Sabaody. But not both. Luffy falls to his knees and sighs in relief, knowing she would undo her curse on them, not even thinking twice about catching the ride instead. Completely stunned, the princess brings him into the castle to reveal the secrets of her past. With pain so great, it haunts them to this day. Hancock recounts the story of their childhood when they were taken from the Kuja pirate ship and sold to the Celestial Dragons as slaves. Only through the actions of one Fisher Tiger are they freed from their shackles. But all three are still left with the horrible slave brand left on them by the Celestial Dragons. Once the bad has been dealt with, Hancock allows Luffy to take part in the banquet that night, where after a few minutes of tension, he becomes the life of the party. All the girls want at least one piece of him, though, so he must flee. And he does with the help of Margaret, who 
brings him to Lady Neon. Here he learns Ace is about to be executed, and the only way for him to help, the only way for him to help him is for Princess Warlord to accept the government's demand to do war. However, tragedy strikes. Hancock comes down with a mysterious sickness. Luckily, Granny Neon knows what's going on. She's lovesick. That's right. It took the snake princess warlord of the sea, Boa Hancock, exactly three hours to fall in love with this dumb, stretchy straw boy. What a time to be alive. So uh, I, I do I do have a couple of comments. So obviously the big called it from both of you was that the big uh, the big secret was the slavery bit. You know, they were probably holding what? a brand. Yeah, no. who, who oh, guess? Oh, my God. I'm so proud what? of this prediction. But I, even I, I'm blown away by this reveal. Yeah. <laughs> but an even bigger shout out goes to, I think, both of you. But at one point, I think Christian a little more for calling that she was going to fall in love with Luffy. And that was going to be why they ended up being <laughs> friends the whole time. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> oh, no. Dude, I kind of hate it. I, I really do. <laughs> oh, do we hate it? No. <laughs> well, it's also because I just hate Boa. It, it's mostly because I hate her. Yeah. Man, dude. We still hate Boa after all this, she man. She kicked another cat and a what? seal. It was a dog, wasn't it? I think it was a dog. I think it was I a puppy. I don't remember. It, I, think I know one of them was a seal. Yeah, I think it was a puppy and a baby seal this time, which is yeah. which is worse, in my opinion, because <laughs> seals are just puppies of the ocean. So she kicked two Pretty puppies. Much. So so to to reestablish our character, Boa Hancock, we know her as the the obnoxious bitch that just literally kicks puppies, kittens and baby seals around all the time. And she's oh almost my. Essentially inconsolable on like any topic whatsoever. But in these particular episodes, we got her backstory. Yeah, she was once a slave, her and her sisters both, or all three of them rather. And they were saved by a dude named Fisher Tiger. And all I'm saying is like the girl's got a lot of unresolved trauma, but in order Just to reestablish her shit happened to you doesn't mean it's okay to treat other things like shit. Well, well, hold on. It's not even that. Okay, so her character isn't that she treats other things like shit because she was treated like shit. She treats everyone around her like shit to keep them afraid so that she doesn't have to own up for what's on her back because she's afraid of what will happen. The that repercussions sounds like being be. an asshole with extra steps. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that she's like, you know. She goes out of her way to harm these small, innocent, adorable animals when she could just not. Mm-hmm. Everything would be <laughs> A-OK in my book if she just didn't kick these baby animals. But Agreed. instead, hey, she does it, and I hate her. Oh man, come on, dude. There's there's no amount of simping that she could do for Luffy that would make up for the fact that she's a pet kicker. That I is mean, not wife material. I'm damn, sorry. Damn dog, that's not wife you, material. I no, absolutely not. <laughs> I still love Boa, dude. I'm still a Boa stan. I don't even care. She's not like my waifu of the of, of the series or anything. Not not like Jordy. There are plenty of other fish in the sea. Sure, she's pretty, but homie, she kicks pets. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We will never forgive her for this. <laughs> these transgressions. Never. No, these are these. This, this is worse than being like a criminal, in my opinion. It, it should be more than that. It should be death penalty. What, what, what's that? What's that Naruto line? Something about worse than scum. Yeah, I said that last. Uh, yeah, I've definitely made that joke before. God damn it, People I missed it. Kick dogs are worse than scum. <laughs> the goddamn Naruto line. All right, well, we got more background into Boa and what makes her tick, but I do want to make it clear: like, she's not an asshole to everyone and everything around her because Just she. Pets. No, well, she's also kind of an asshole to her people. Let's be real. Yes. And Granny Neon, for that matter, who saved her and is also like a kind of like constant bitch to her or whatever. <laughs> we got that context, too, where Granny Neon was like, you ungrateful little twat. Like, hey, you, you never knew how to get home before I found you. Well, where, where would you be? And then like the sisters in the back were like, yeah, yeah, we know, Granny. Thanks for saving our fucking lives. And yeah, we're very thankful. <laughs> you saved our lives. So we're eternally grateful. And Hancock's over here like, fuck you. Though, you still left the island. <laughs> she's she's like fuck you i'm not i need your help now. anyway baka <laughs> yeah hancock at the end of the day is just a big fat sunder though <laughs> I, f- I feel like the most important information that i got from her their backstory was finding out that uh the orange-haired one was attractive at one point 
<laughs> oh my god! I like how that's your big takeaway. I was gonna say if either of you had any comments on how they tied back in Hachi's uh, brand that he wears on his forehead or anything. Yeah. If, if you had any opinions on that, that's always been I mean, my big takeaway from this whole thing. I mean, but, that's- but like at the same time, it's like, isn't it kind of obvious? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, what else can you add to it? Like, well, sure. I don't but know. I it's, just a, think- it's a neat tie-in, you know. Yeah. I. I- Wait, are we? Do we not like to recognize fun storytelling? You know, narrative uh, set pieces as like, hey, you know, they, they've planted that little sun on Arlong, uh, the Karate Man from uh, Arlong Park in Hachi since like you know episode whatever forty. Wait, did Arlong have the tattoo as well? He did. I don't remember him having. The I don't tattoo. remember that either. I don't remember any of them having it. To be fair, I will remind you who had it. Uh, the guy with the weird lips that Usopp fought, he did not have it, but the other main guys, they all had one. So Ar- so Arlong, the kicky guy uh, that fought Sanji and Hachi all had one of those scars or Where one of those Arlong's? tattoos. Uh, it was on his chest. Oh. And I think the the kicking guy had one like in the middle of his uh, in Fishman the middle of his karate. chest as well. Yeah. Fishman karate guy, I think, had one in the middle of his chest. So hmm. and, and the big takeaway is at some point, if they have that brand like the uh, the, the chicks were saying, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It could have mean that one or more of them could have all been slaves or none of them could have been slaves. It just means that they've sailed as the Sun Pirates alongside Fisher Tiger at some point in time. Right. I, I just like the idea. I find the idea funny because like they, they show him like branding like a random goon who has the tattoo to like to cover it. And like to me, like I just keep thinking of that episode of Jackass where Bam Margera like it's branded and like how they fuck it up like five times. <laughs> Like, okay. oh my god <laughs> do, you, do you guys know what i'm talking about i don't i, I mean yeah but like they, i don't they i don't to, so they brand a dick on his like leg yeah. or something. Like, they were going for his butt cheek but they couldn't hold it for long enough because you know obviously being branded hurts <laughs> so like i kept thinking of that where it's like how do they get this so perfectly symmetrical to like do a brand over their brand <laughs> they're just built different dude no flinching. Yeah, yeah they're, they're built different, man. I mean, they even had like a flashback of like one Fishman guy who was like, who used to have the, the brand of the slave. About. He just That's mentioned exactly it. You just Usopp this man. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying like they even showed it in the, sh- in the show of like, you know, don't, just don't, you know, they're him wincing. Like, don't be a bitch, bro. They're built different. That's all. I was just agreeing. So I just, I just find it funny. Like, that's the first thing that came to my mind is Bam Margera getting his ass branded with a penis. And <laughs> this is what I'm equating it. To. I, I like, I like the idea that, uh, that Fisher Tiger wasn't he was just there for his own people and was just like you know what slaves are pretty bad i'm just gonna free the rest of you too why not i'm already <laughs> yeah, here right? <laughs> yeah we got a fish man dude who, who like scaled the red line like overnight well, or whatever yeah, the hell with it his was bare hands he was they, they, <laughs> they bare hand like remember when luffy climbed mount uh uh drum cast, mountain or drum, whatever drum castle mountain cliff with a woman yeah. on his back and yeah. with, and holding Sanji was like, yeah, this man just did that. But like times three, <laughs> I'm sure the red line is way taller than that cliff side. Hello, my dawdlings. I am Reed. I am Sam. And we are hosts of a comedy sports podcast called The Clam Bake Incident. We cover tertiary sports and slice of life living in the mysterious town of Clam Harbor, Maine. Sam, what's a tertiary sport? A tertiary sport is a weird and wacky sport. Stuff that you wouldn't normally see on those mainstream sports people. Which we are. We love sports. Tune in every Thursday morning to check us out on your favorite podcasting app. And until you do, kiss your blobby. Square on the slime. Yeah, it's is is pretty tall. <laughs> and then he got he got up to the top and he was like my brothers and then he looked over and he was like you disgust me but you don't deserve to be here either. <laughs> no, no, no. What he did is he got to the top and he said slaves strong together. <laughs> <laughs> classic prison riot style yep classic prison riot but yeah no i mean that's a, i mean it, and another character that's had one of these and i don't know if there are more fishmen but you know one of the fun things about you know seeing fishman in this whole series is like finding the ones with the sun on it the the marco from the macro gang he also had one so he was clearly at one point in time on the sun pirates or whatever maybe you find that interesting maybe you don't whatever <laughs> i don't remember who you're talking about 
Oh, uh, he was one of the fishman goons with that, like, uh, caught Hachi and tried to catch Kami. Oh, with the Rosie Riders? Yeah, you know, like those three goons. He was like yeah, the main yeah, leader yeah. guy. Yeah, the he was like looking the, guys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he was like the green skinned looking motherfucker or something like that. Damn. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was also one. So I don't know. I find that very fun for just world building recognition of like, you know, you have this race of, uh, of person in this universe, you know, the fishmen or whatever. And he, and you've just been laying these breadcrumbs since the ver- since the dawn of the series, <laughs> waiting for this big payoff 400 <laughs> episodes later. I respect that. That's just me. But regardless. I know mean, I like right. it. It's it cool. Is, it, it is, you know, respect. You know, like, that is worthy of respect where it's like you've just been... It's kind of like respectful, but also annoying at the same time that it took this long for them to finally get some like depth thrown at them. Well, and I think that's kind of what. So the series of One Piece at the most or for the most part has always just been a series mostly about the straws. And now through Luffy, which kind of goes into one of my next questions, we're starting to branch out into affecting the world around us through Luffy and and like what's happening with Ace, what's going on with Whitebeard or whatever. So clearly we're going to hang out with uh, Ace and Impel down, at least on Luffy's end. What are the rest of the straws doing? Are they taking a back seat? Where are we going from here? <laughs> I Honestly, I don't know. But I do have to say one thing, which is Christian, you were right about where the where things are gonna go down i'm it's not gonna be mary joie it's gonna be at Empel down man mm-hmm. which i which i'm happy about but they also they also need to escape through Empel down for me to be completely correct about the bet <laughs> so, so uh, yeah what were we saying that your official bet was that they use Empel down to get to fishman my Island or part what my part was that uh no uh, I don't know if it was, I don't even remember if it was specifically to get to the Fishman Island or not, but it was at least to get through the red line, I'm pretty sure, using gotcha. Impel Down. And Devin wants to go through Mary Joie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which can still happen. So can I can still happen. I'll, I'll take, I'll take this battle win, but the war still rages for now. <laughs> <laughs> You've won the battle, but the war rages on. Yep. So <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm keen to see what happens here. It seems like, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like we're going to impel down one way or another. I, I, I'm interested to see at some point if Luffy gets caught as a stowaway now. Uh, it, whether I mean, I'm sure he's just going to be holed up. Well, he's supposed to probably be holed up in Hancock's room, but yeah. I'm sure he won't, and he'll get into some kind of <laughs> hijink. He'll get hungry. It, I, he's already hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's been hungry. That's his they secret. They did that bit immediately, like as soon as Hancock. Oh. So, so for the listeners, like it, just to catch up on events that transpired, uh, Luffy befriends Hancock. Hancock agrees to partake in the war. On the on the uh, the side requirement that they make a pit stop to impel down specifically to let Luffy infiltrate impel down when they make that pit stop. So that being said, he's hiding under a robe, whatever, whatever. And then immediately when they get on the boat together, <laughs> you just hear that big stomach rumbling and Mamunga on the back is like the fuck i mean is, was that you? <laughs> yeah, he has a, that whole like kind of sussing her out thing where he's like. Man, for uh, for this regal princess that I saw like a couple of hours ago, you uh, stomach, you got the stomach grumblies just like anyone else, huh? And she's like, "Shut up, who? Shut up!" I feel like <laughs> it was more akin to like the the Skyrim meme where it's like, "Huh, must have been the wind." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like if this was a stealth mission in any game, he's <laughs> the NPC that goes, "Huh, you must be really hungry." Yeah, th- but then but then Luffy sneezes because his nose gets tickled and. Hancock has to make a deception check on Mamunga <laughs> with it, with her with her own sneeze, and he goes, "All right, yeah, oh, well, and, and she, yeah." No, she, ahead, she, she she she's like, "You can feel me up if you want." Like, there's there's <laughs> I got nothing to hide. And Mamunga, remembering exactly how her power works, goes, "Ah, better not." <laughs> He's like, you know, I feel like that's bait. I'm not I'm not going on that one. I'm not biting on that. <laughs> Did not take that bait. Smart man. Smart man. Very. Mm-hmm. This is why we this is why we love Mamungus. Mamunga. 
This is actually, you know, going back to when uh, he appeared in uh, Annie's Lobby, this this like set of events is like exclusively the only reason I know that dude by name is because he's at this point in the series hanging out with with Boa Hancock. And I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I love I, I feel like of the three. He's a vice admiral, right? Correct. Of the three. I feel like he's the least interesting. Well, those are admirals. You're thinking oh. of Aokiji and uh, Kizuru and uh, Kainu are admirals. Oh, I thought he was a part of them. No, 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 no. no, no. So he, oh. he's, he's, on the level of, he's on the level of Garp, vice admiral. Yes. Oh, pff. okay, whatever, never mind. <laughs> not, not, far, not very far below, for, to I, your I credit. I was under but... the interpretation that he was part of the three. No. No, okay. no, no, no. He's he's just uh he's just Momonga, dude. He's just a vice admiral. He he, he vibes. And just to and just to refresh my memory, was he the one that helped nuke the island that Robin's from? Yes, he, he well, wait, was. Well, was he there for? I think he was there. Was he there no, as he, like a cadet or something? He might have been there during the flashback. I can't I can't uh, promise that that was true, but he was definitely there for Enny's lobby bombing. He was okay, one of the five okay. for the Enny's lobby bombing. I think you might you're probably thinking of a kainu who was the one who was like yeah just bomb it who cares okay yeah yeah so uh, aki inu was uh is a current admiral he's like the one we really haven't seen his face yet uh right, and he okay. was he, i i kept mixing those two up for some gotcha. reason mm. i think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, like does aki inu have like a bald head is that the reason why we haven't remember. seen him in the present day yet he he wears Got a baseball it. cap all the time you've seen that much okay he, he okay. do be loving his baseball caps Mamunga. Momongus. I just love Momonga, dude. This is why, <laughs> that's why I'll never forget his name. Momongus. Momongus. <laughs> yeah, boy. I can never stop saying it. Me neither. It's too good. And then I also love how he was like, well, uh, I would love to take you to Impel Down, but if you don't mind, uh, all of these fucking idiots behind me, yeah, like, I kind of need, need them. them. <laughs> just and Hancock's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> fucking undoes all of them, and then they're all like, Hancock! <laughs> no, they, they just say cock. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they just scream cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like pressing that one uh, button, uh, what's it called, a combo move in Super Smash Bros, where you just ch- change Falco's oh, uh, lines. Yeah. Hands off my cock! <laughs> <laughs> That's what she did to them. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, I want to... Oh, good thing. That's I want to cut backtrack a little bit to yeah, yeah, yeah bring us back bring us back um to her to their backstory where they the kuja pirates just kind of casually let some 12 year olds hang out on their pirate ship for well yeah hancock <laughs> being hancock being the oldest at 12 and the others being several years younger each like mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. i think oh shit is sandersonia the green one i think yes. she's right her being correct. like her being like eight years old or something like that nuts on a pirate ship who why so so back back in like i mean you got to question like how the culture has changed over time i guess i mean i don't know i i definitely agree with you that they're just kind of like big letting 12 year olds hang out on the ship and they clearly don't do that nowadays my only counter argument is well nowadays is run by you know hancock herself so she might run a bit of a tighter ship I mean, this isn't the first time this has happened, though. Like, hell, look at Kobe. <laughs> Kobe do be a pretty well, prime example. Of I mean, Co- Kobe's Kobe's a little Kobe's older, though, right? Isn't he? Actually, he has to be older fact. than twelve. No, no, no. Fun fact: I think he actually is the exact same age as Luffy when he had that big glow up. Like, that's basically just him, like you know, hitting the gym and coming back. Yeah, so he's like 16, at <laughs> least. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you don't. That's not how puberty works. That's not <laughs> how the gym works. That's, you don't sure just it is. gain like two you take feet a lot of testos- You take a lot of testosterone and you get taller. <laughs> that's that, no. There was growth hormones in there, too. I don't know. Garb's got a special protein shake for him. Yeah, he's got a special kibble shake for them, I guess. Kibble? <laughs> what? Yeah, because he's a dog. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were calling Kobe a dog. I was like, what? No, Garp is the dog. Right, yeah, 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 I got it now, I got it now. Damn it, now the joke's ruined. <laughs> I had to explain it. Once you gain any kind of ambition for yourself, you just suddenly grow, like, you know, four feet, and then get a six-pack. It's that simple. 
Shit, I Man. can't wait for Chopper to grow nine feet when he gets ambition. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude, have you not seen Wendigo Chopper? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the same. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of that's I'm a talking lot of about death. a permanent growth spurt. <laughs> well, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> yeah, un- unadulterated rage is a little bit different. <laughs> primal rage well, what about his heavy point when he turns into uh the, the human side of his human human fruit doesn't yeah. count still sounds like a kid once he but starts sounding like, not a, a... like me on my covid voice like that's when <laughs> that's oh, when oh. he's gonna be like nine foot tall jacked brain yeah it's not his permanent state gotcha, technically gotcha. his permanent state is his four-legged deer form because that's Correct. like his in, that's his in between that's his normal state Mm-hmm. But just imagine I'm just now just to like try to picture like a, a like an older chopper and he's just yolked and I'm just like picturing like a really yes. buff deer. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. if, if you want, I have pictures of all the straws when they get really old. <laughs> we, later. Like official? Yeah, so Oda's done that in the past where he 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 made a 40-year-old and a 60-year-old version of every straw hat on two different timelines, one timeline where they accomplish everything and one timeline where they they lose everything and then they all just like go down like the shithole and Oof. uh it, it's quite funny like what what happens to all of them <laughs> i think uh i think on frankie on the good timeline he becomes full robot and on the bad timeline he becomes a battleship <laughs> He <laughs> just what? turns himself into a battle Frankie. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what fucking the fuck? wild. What kind of Warhammer 40k logic is this? <laughs> what a guy Even dude, in death, I you. still serve. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now I think about it, that might have been the 40 and 60 year old timeline on both of the bad timelines. Now I think about it. He might have turned, he went full Terminator at 40 and then became his own battleship at 60. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so fucking dumb. So well, fucking dumb. From an alternate timeline, I wouldn't mind seeing them, but <laughs> I'll, uh, I want to see Yoked Reindeer. I'll, I'll look them up and make sure that uh, that there's nothing like you know too like spoiler heavy on like any of their designs or whatever because they'll they will be based off of like semi later versions of their designs. Right, right. So it might it might be better to, to put. That I in also the wanted to note just something that I found kind of interesting that I noticed after see like because we get the backstory of tiger and the marking he came up with the sun and mm-hmm. i noted that even though the kuja pirates are established before way before tiger's uh sun pirates their jolly roger is also very sunlike yes I don't, just just as a fun like a like connection between them again uh there's really nothing any deeper than that i just kind of noticed it that's really it i just <laughs> want to point was it out here he'd be saying who do i have a fact for you yeah and then he'd probably you know, say nothing <laughs> you know you might you might not be wrong honestly <laughs> you would pull something out of that rabbit hat i guarantee you my guy <laughs> he'd be like boy do i want to delve into that one further okay here's a four-page report as to how that is relevant i'm just kidding. i have future knowledge but i can't say I... anything <laughs> but let me say it anyway right which yeah, actually yeah. reminds me that just, i was gonna roast justin for this too but i forgot and also he's not here anyway he's he shared a picture on facebook uh earlier in the week or last week or something and it was like low-key kind of spoilers wait what Uh, on the on the twitter no 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 on on his facebook and i saw it and i commented and i was like you're gonna tell me that this isn't like low-key spoilers uh (laughs) and i forget what he said right now but i was gonna bring it to the jury of you and jordy to uh to tell me how how awful he just fucked up but yeah wait you know. a minute can i can i go to it right now can i let me, let me want, at least i, I want to uh, peek at it at least where did i <laughs> did i save it on my phone i think i saved it on my phone probably shouldn't do that though <laughs> i mean i've already seen it what's the difference that's fair just, see just keep my virgin eyes sacred yeah i'm gonna send it to brendan directly i don't want my eyes to be tainted with yeah, this. yeah, yeah no i got you i got you <laughs> where are you bread boy this is gonna go great when it doesn't get cut from the podcast by the way <laughs> yeah yeah uh we need to make sure that we're being efficient uh you remember <laughs> yeah we're efficient yeah where are you can I... I search for your name so while you guys are doing yeah, that talk about I'm something just bring up so was i the only one that was like kind of like meh about the tidal pool like traversing system that the marines use well what do you mean i mean were you supposed to be in like impressed 
I, I mean, I felt like it was supposed to be like one of those moments where it's like, oh, it's so clever. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, I think it's fucking clever. I mean, it's to a degree, but like at the same time, it's like, I'm just trying to think of the logistics of it. Like, do they have a wall around the whirlpool? Well, OK, so this this is like the, the the big thing, right, is supposedly like the whirlpool only has those three exits and it's just it just naturally has uh like. I guess you could call it a walls or something. In the middle. Yeah, like you, you, it's a whirlpool, yes. And then ideally, the only reason that it makes sense is because it's like so like fucking crazy spinny. And those three doors were man made by the government so that they could utilize the whirlpool. Does that make sense? Right. Well, it seems like the whirlpool just exists. Correct. And the three gates of justice are just the entryways to those three places. And the current just kind of forces you through the doors when you open them and you don't have to do anything. Like you could close all your sails and shut down your entire ship and the current will still just whoop you right through the door. Basically. I wonder how many fucking G's you would go through if you were near the center of the whirlpool. Because you'd have to imagine like to move that much body of water, like because I'm assuming it's a large body of water because, you know, one piece. It's a, how it's many a large distance. would it be to go around that small well, circle? Well, you also got to remember how, you know, friction and buoyancy works on the ocean. And I will be the first to tell you that there's like a lot that goes into that math. Because as you get closer to the center of the whirlpool, I think you actually tend to go slower, believe it or not. Which is why you want to be on like the outer sides of the whirlpool if you're following it or something. It's a whole thing. When you're talking about buoyancy and friction... It's it's got its own fucking math on, I'm also, on the open is, water. Is it a whirlpool? I thought it was just like a like a current, like a strong current, basically. Yeah, so so it is. It's a strong current, and then so like Devin's question is like, well, what the fuck? Like, how do they how they can only exit on those three places? The the mentality is that at one point this whirlpool current existed with no entrances or no exits, and the world government like noticed it, and they were like, it's free real estate. And then they built those three big-ass <laughs> doors so they could get in and out of it. But there's no, like, fence in between the doors, or is well, there? Well, it's like a natural fence. Does that make sense? Imagine, like, it was a whirlpool current that had no entrances or exits before they got there, and then they were like, right. wait, we can use this. And then and they, they just slapped doors. three doors down. That's it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So At least any, that's that that's the mentality anyway. So anyone can get into it if they just like go between places. Well, no, so there's giant walls that are natural. No, no, he's he, I think he was implying that like if you try and get in anywhere else, your ship's just going to get wrecked or something or it's going to be tough because the current I, will screw I, I guess you. I won't speak too specifically on it, but this I is my impression. That's the reason why you cannot enter from any other place because it is a it is like Devin was was asking if it's like built in a natural way where you it's like walled off and fenced basically from like the whole way i don't think you can enter it if you wanted to maybe maybe you well no because then i don't know if maybe you can make the ledge so that the water can get in but it can't get out maybe i'm not really sure how that would all work if that's like a natural thing you can do but i think it's you can't enter it from either side you cannot exit nor enter from either side it was like that from the start just constantly circling and then the world government in this universe found it and we're like well if we put a door there we can go in there and go out on our time and nobody else can go in there but us at least that's that's my that's that is my impression of how it works i can't what with 100% certainty tell you that's exactly how it works but that's my impression i could put my tinfoil hat on and make a conspiracy theory about how it works Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> That's where the government spaceship is. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> and and the thrust pushing the water to, or the, the, that's keeping the ship afloat above the sky is pushing the water outward in a spiral cuz they use spiral energy. Oh, the Gurren Logan tie-in <laughs> finally. <laughs> and if you if you sail too close to the center, you don't just find the ship. You find the, all the eldritch horrors living there, controlling the world government. It's the perfect spot, Morty. <laughs> We're back to the eldritch horrors. I love to see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't? God, God damn it. God damn it. But uh, but yeah. So it finally explains everything with the the whole whirlpool, how it connects Eni's lobby, uh, Marine Ford, and uh, Impel Down. Uh, one side note: the graphic. I don't know if you guys even remember the graphic. Would tell would make you believe that Impel Down was on the north side of the world. It's actually on the southern ring in the southern calm belt. I, I it not that it super matters, but it the the graphic was 
flipped upside down because the red line was on the left, if that makes sense. So how big is this whirlpool? Uh, it do be pretty big. Big. Uh, it, it be pretty big. She, she <laughs> thick. Got it. She thick, though. Does it, like, stretch from, like, calm belt to calm belt? Or, like... So it crosses... It obviously crosses the calm belt, uh, but it connects two points on the main grand line, uh, those being Ennis Lobby and Marine Ford, which is at the butt end of the red line. Uh, and then also Impel Down, which is located inside the calm belt. So like that big triangle of Ennis Lobby, Marine Ford, and, the, and uh, Impel Down is all connected by that whirlpool. I'm going to be real. You lost me. But <laughs> OK, let me let me let me do hard a... to visualize it because it's, it's like simple the map geography. That I have in my brain. <laughs> the map I'm going to do, brain I'm gonna do really a bad. simple graphic for Devin. They did a graphic on the here. I, I got you. I got you. Hold on. So we got we got the grand line here what this this big i'm not i'm gonna show you the drawing in a sec i'm just drawing it okay this is me drawing it okay okay so you got the grand line for the audio podcast again that's not gonna get edited maybe you got marine ford here you got Annie's lobby somewhere here you got i just imagine drawing on a pen and pad in his like room right now yeah, I'm imagining he just pulled up MS Paint and just is dotting I lines. I I one I 100% pulled up MS Paint just so we're clear. <laughs> and then you create a little circle from here. It connects all three. All right, now send that to me as a JPEG and a PDF. Okay, so this is a but not any bigger than 24 megabytes. Save as <laughs> red line. <laughs> no, no. masterpiece no 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 whirlpool 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 uh put it on my desktop perfect what did you That's think of idea. uh luffy reciting the entirety of binks's brew that was pretty crazy I, yeah that was pretty wild i ain't gonna lie it was fun it, 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 it's how, how, how it's how i would envision luffy to sing it really shitty yeah and with a pot and a ladle <laughs> yep Hearing the clangs was annoying as fuck. <laughs> His heart was in it. All right. I, I have made you a, a simple graphic that demonstrates how the whirlpool be laid out. So the uh, red line is the big blotchy black on the right. Where, where'd you send it? Oh, you only oh, sent it to I me, Brendan. I sent it to just Christian. <laughs> what what is this? This looks like a cigarette. <laughs> just, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Leave it alone, man. All right, here Christian, you go, Devin. Shame on you. He worked really hard on I it. I worked yeah. really hard you on it. Very hard. Sorry. All right. So, Brendan, once I get this, I'm going to make sure to hang it up on the fridge. <laughs> and then oh, my God. It. That does look like a cigarette. <laughs> All right. A so, cigarette with even more appendages. <laughs> the blotchiness on the right is the red line. The the solid sections that I've sectioned off is like the entirety of the grand line, right? So Marine Ford is the farthest right dot that's closest to the to the red line. Ennis Lobby is the left dot, and then Impel Down is the bottom this is dot. This the worst and, thing we've ever done. And then the dash <laughs> is like demonstrating that's where the calm belt lines are. So you see what I'm saying? This is going on that's the Twitter in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. The people, so can't, the people can't be uh, left in the dark on this one. <laughs> hey, you know, Devin wanted a graphic. I made him a graphic. Now, do you, does it, is it clearer? Do you understand now? Uh, yes <laughs> okay good. see that's all I that get the idea you forgot to draw the north uh what's it called uh the calm belt but you know what? I'll okay you. yeah yeah whatever <laughs> we don't we don't need the calm belt on the north side but, whatever but for this art brendan this is going right on the fridge <laughs> thanks Devin. i'm glad i'm glad right that you appreciate it as menu. much as i do <laughs> yes right underneath maybe dude but... that's an upgrade i don't know why yeah, you make it sound like that's a bad thing <laughs> every single time i get chinese food i'll, I'll just think about mm, the grand line <laughs> so well, okay wait i have a i have a question actually about uh luffy knowing where ace is i i thought he already knew ace had been captured so this is great because i wanted to bring this up next he only knew that ace uh that his vivre card was burning he had no context he had no idea what was happening to him right yeah i remember that hmm. okay so, so like, this is like the first time he's heard that he's gotten like in real deep shit because, like, I remember, like, way before Sabote Park or whatever, he's, like, looked at his, like, little burning card and goes, hey, I. It was Nami that read the newspaper that found out that 
he was captured by the government or something like that or lost to teach or something like that. And he was like, oh, wait, really, Ace? And then he looked at his uh, or, and then he also talked about the Viva card that uh, Lola gave Nami of Lola's mother. And he was like, I have one of those. Wait a minute. And then uh, after it was burning, Lola was like, oh, that means that he's like in deep shit. And Luffy was like, huh, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, he just like brushed it off and went, he, he'd be fine. He, fi- he fixes his own problems. He doesn't need me. Yeah. <laughs> and now, so, now uh, I'm learning the one extra detail of, oh, right. He's also going to get executed in a week. He's now, like, now, okay. we're, now we've got to move. <laughs> now burning we got problems. V- burning Vivre card. I sleep. I sleep. <laughs> Finding out your brother g- gets executed, I wake. <laughs> Although that's honestly... white mail news, all of a sudden you see that your brother's about to get executed. Well, that's bad. <laughs> like, here I was building a harem this entire time. The whole like what's it called montage of like all the girls fawning over him. I was just like, oh no, this is just so annoying to me. Like it just made me like cringe. I don't know what it was. Well, most of them weren't it. even fawning over him. Most of them they were just had like hard eyes. They well, had hard eyes. Well, I think eyes. they just love the idea of messing with them. I mean, I guess maybe that's my interpretation. They all wanted a piece, man. They all wanted to. They all yeah. wanted to pull at him. That one woman <laughs> had set up uh, a, a line. A booth. Yeah. <laughs> And was selling Luffy for 20, I don't know, cents or whatever gold. the hell. It was gold. Yeah, gold. Or Goldie Honestly, Rogers' it was, it was, official it currency. It was a brilliant <laughs> business strategy. You gotta love it. That chick probably made a killing that night. Yeah. <laughs> but then she I mean, probably honestly, got, like, you know, beat up for not getting uh, anything for a return. <laughs> yeah, I hope nobody I wanna... pre-ordered that. <laughs> yeah, this is why you never pre-order, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. I do want to give a shout out to, just like a side note, uh, I actually have a huge fondness for uh, small bits of world building, especially with the Kuja Pirates here when they do like the banquet. If you guys haven't noticed, something that's kind of fun is that when they're in like warrior mode, they always have like capes and then like, I guess like, I don't know, armor brassiers and stuff like armor bikinis, so to speak, which I'm not going to give credit for like being a fantastic article of clothing or anything, but they always transition when they're in the banquet into like their pajamas, which is like the down to the shoulder, like over the robe thing. And it's very consistent. So they always have like, oh, yes, this is our fancy wear. And then this is our warrior wear. Big shout out and recognition over that. Personally, I just appreciate that. I don't remember it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I noticed it. I just didn't particularly care too much that's just me it's just me it is just you on this one that's fair but back to luffy he uh he got all the context necessary and now he wants to go save your boy ace at impel down can we talk about the real big thing that happened this episode sure I mean, really big. We got Goat Coon again. We got Goat Coon. Not only did we get Goat Coon, Goat Coon was like front and center. He even got a voice line. (laughs) (laughs) He was standing there majestically, just like, yes, paint me like a French woman. Paint me. (laughs) 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 Feed me. Feed me paper. (laughs) Yeah, that was the scene where, uh, what was it, Sengoku was like getting word that Whitebeard, uh, at, they were they they were like well, Whitebeard tracking broke Whitebeard. The line, yeah, they, he like decimated the like, entire navy. Yeah, it didn't line. just break through. He like completely hosed down twenty three <laughs> ships without anybody <laughs> noticing until it was way too late. Scorched Earth be <laughs> like that, you know. Goddamn Whitebeard, <laughs> you motherfuckers! So now, Whitebeard so now, no Whitebeard chill. and his entire army are just on the move. Apparently, way earlier than anyone expected in the <laughs> navy. That is. So they're com- they're basically completely in the dark as to their actions right now. So anything could happen. I I don't know why. Every single time I think of Whitebeard, I always think of a what's that guy who passed away a while ago? A really smart guy that like talked through a robot in a wheelchair. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh Hawkins, Stephen, Stephen Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, I always imagine like Stephen Hawkins as Whitebeard for some reason. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> because <laughs> okay, like, I just imagine like instead of a wheelchair, it's a battleship. <laughs> He's just like being cruised around as like the most intelligent pirate and strong pirate, but he's like crippled because ever when we saw him, he had like breathing tubes and shit. <laughs> so every single time I think of him, I just imagine a Stephen Hawking riding around the Grand Line. <laughs> well. That's uh, right, that's, that's incredible. one way to take it, I guess. <laughs> I would have like, never in a hundred years. Probably more badass than that, obviously. But 
at the same time, it's just that's the image I have. Like he's not actually doing anything. He's just riding in a ship while his you know crew does everything. <laughs> I do like the idea that he just like sits in his chair all day, and then his crew is the only reason. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> he gets to do anything. Yeah, give yeah, yeah, me yeah. back Ace Coon. <laughs> but uh, my my last note, just to piggyback off of more knowledge that Luffy still doesn't have, uh, just so you guys are aware, Luffy also does not know who Blackbeard is. He doesn't know that he's the guy that he met in Jaya. Okay, just as just as a fun fact, I guess. I mean, on the I figured, side, yeah, I figured as much. Luffy doesn't remember a lot of people's faces. Yeah, like he he knows that Blackbeard took or captured ace but he doesn't know what blackbeard looks like nor that he actually met him already he's mm. just like oh no i gotta save ace well shit hell i'm trying to remember did did, did luffy fight blackbeard before going up because i remember like before skypea there was like a hot second of like blackbeard doing something yeah and then so he, was he just like he, dropped off the face of the earth he chased him down for a minute and then showed luffy and zoro their new bounties and they were like ha look at that we're cool now and then uh <laughs> and then they went up the knockup stream and then uh blackbeard and his crew were just like fucking tossed into the water <laughs> <laughs> I, and we I have not seen them since the blackbeard's crew more so than what's going on with i'm blackbeard. sure they're still chilling somewhere they're right. probably sure all they're hanging fine. i mean i assume that they're all together right like i, st- I still imagine it, but like just like i wonder like how much of that is going to be brought back like hey remember the sniper guy from like uh, 300 episodes ago yeah <laughs> That's what the show does, Devin. Show girls remember this thing from 300 episodes ago, like with these, like with these tattoo brands, like yeah. <laughs> remember Hachi from 400 episodes ago? Well, now he's a main character. Yeah, now he's friend. Now he's now, friend. Now he's friend. Friendship with Arlong stopped. Friendship with Luffy begin. <laughs> but uh, but honestly, that's all I got. I mean, we covered pretty much everything for these eps. I feel like my favorite thing out of all these eps is Goat Coon. I, I know, Devin. I'm, I'm without glad doubt. you like Goat Coon. We're, we're slowly making Devin just a Navy stand in this whole series, honestly, at this point. He loves, he mm-hmm. loves uh, Kizaru. We love Goat Coon. Uh, we'll, we'll find more. <laughs> we, like Hina. we like Hina. That's true. I mean, Slowly I, but surely. I think I like other characters. <laughs> you like mostly Navy dudes, though. And you know, you know what? It, I mean, it's it falls in line with Devin because most of the characters that he likes tend to be painted in the evil light or the bad guy antagonist yeah. light. So mm-hmm. I like antagonists. I really do. It do be that way. I miss my crocodile, but I'm okay. Don't worry, he'll be my, friend. My, my, he'll be friend in a couple hundred episodes too. Yay! <laughs> Make Everyone no mistake. becomes he'll, friend he'll, eventually. He'll be here for the team. Yeah, everyone becomes friend eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the grand line or the one piece is the friends we made along the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my hunger will be satiated with Kizaru going moshi mosh, moshi mosh. So I have a question. What is next week's apps? I don't know. You have the you have the list. Oh no! I gotta dig in the list. It's, in it's fact, been forever. We also have to decide what the grab bag is, <laughs> unless you just want to do Valentine again. Because as far as I know, Jordy's the only one with a list of like rain questions, and yeah. I haven't. I don't go on the email. I don't feel like doing career day. We could. I, I mean, well, this is nothing's getting cut. So I would say we could do haikus, but we would just be sitting in silence for two minutes. <laughs> so. We could either do a Valentine, uh, someone could give a recommendation, we could fast track that. Uh, Say that again? I said basically our options are, if you want to pull a career day out of your ass real quick for us, we are either that or we do Valentine, or someone could fast, we could fast track a recommendation, even though we did it either last week or the week before. I feel like we should do recommendation. Well, then I'm pretty sure it's your turn, in fact. Is it really? I think so, because Jordy was the last one. And he's the bottom of the lineup. Sheet. Well, then do I have a recommendation well, hold for on. the team? We're not there yet. You can think about it. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got, you got time. We got quotes and we got Golden Ham to get through first. So does anyone have quotes? Uh, I do have quotes, but I'm also trying to find the schedule so that I know what next week's episode. Oh, I found it. Oh, my God. Did he? Did you find it? No, it doesn't. It fucking. No, you idiot. It has the. Uh, hang on. I got to just a little further. Devin, you got quotes? <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, no, except for just Goku being there. 
That's fair. Goat coon noises. Just mm-hmm. even though he doesn't make it, isn't it weird? He doesn't really make noises. I mean, he does though. He he bleats in one of the. I don't remember him. Pretty sure. Yeah, like he I'm did. Too, I'm too afraid to listen to a goat coon remix of just him buying from the show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Don't judge me. You think it's going to have spoilers in it? He's gonna, yeah, you he's never gonna, know. Goat is going to spoil you on something later. It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out that Goat can talk the entire time. Goat has like a devil fruit and he becomes like a super demon or something like that. It fights Chopper in a one-on-one. Yeah. You never know. I guess not. Nothing is sacred. Yeah, nothing's sacred. Like, nothing's safe. Like even my own Facebook timeline where Justin spoils. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I wrote down two quotes. One was at the beginning of 4.15 when Luffy is invited into the the castle when he's get he's getting hungry. He's he's like, oh, we're in the castle. Must be time to eat. She's going to invite me to eat tons of food. This is what we do after we beat <laughs> bosses, I guess. Uh, and I, I don't remember. Sh- shoot. Uh, oh, uh, Sandra Sonia like looks at him and goes, thank you for like shielding us or whatever and luffy replies back with no please thank you isn't something i can eat <laughs> <laughs> and oh, uh God. i was fucking don't ever change luffy god damn it don't, um, don't ever change the only other thing i ha- i wrote down was granny Nyon quoting Apparently, some East Blue saying, love is always a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got bad news. I, know uh, the numbers. I do not know what the numbers are. And honestly, I don't think I'm going to get them uh, because wherever the list is, is so heavily right. baked in this chat. Well, I'm assuming it's three ups. So probably a safe bet. 418 to 20, most likely. 418 to 20. If uh, it ends up not being 418 to 20, um, I don't know. I deal with it. Blame me. <laughs> call, yeah. call me a liar. Or deal with it. Oh, yeah. You guys already know what happens anyway. It's not like you're watching the episodes beforehand. Wait, no, Brendan. No, there, there, there's a handful of them that really are, believe it or not. I Brendan, believe Brendan, it. Brendan, Brendan, you're forgetting something. You can get away with anything because you're pretty. Oh, I can get away with anything because I'm beautiful. Yeah. Why, thank you. Yeah, see, we got away with it. <laughs> uh, I do have two quotes, though. Um, uh, this quote is from The Banquet. And it was when Luffy was dancing around and some girl in the back was like, that looks like th- that looks like the dance you do when you're drunk, sweet pea. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. And then, then uh, like, sweet pea like says like, but it's not as good as or, I'm not nearly as good. Yeah, as she, she admits defeat. She goes, oh, man, you know what? You're and, right. Oh, that, <laughs> that is way funnier. She's like, that's way better than mine, though. Uh and then uh, this other one co- also comes from Luffy. It's when she's like describing her crew to uh, Margaret. And he was like, to, I'm, at one point he talks about Sanji. He's like, he loves women so much. It's it's scary. <laughs> like It's actually <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, do they say that in dub? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't go anywhere near that in the sub. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he j- I think he just says that he's a good cook. Yeah, pretty much. Like he's good. He's like a really. Oh good no, cook. he like he like low key roasts uh, Sanji. He also calls like Usopp a coward. Uh, Nami was like a really cool navigator or something. Oh, we don't get he, any of that. Yeah, we yeah. got the closest we got is oh well, I guess uh, only Robin and Nami will actually be allowed back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that too. <laughs> yeah, he goes into detail about how well he says Sanji's a cook. He makes great food. He goes into detail about Brooke. Being a skeleton musician guy, I think that's it. Gotcha. And then, and then, just he mentions that Nami and Robin will be fine because they're women. But shout out to the ad lib he our chef loves women so much it's scary. <laughs> that's great. I love that. <laughs> oh, and he actually, I lied. He does mention that, uh, which is actually a really good quote too. Uh, oh yeah, Chopper. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I was gonna say he mentions that Brooke always asks women for panties, and I think it was Sweepy goes. What's so special about panties? I don't, I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah, a, I don't understand. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. She's like, why, why? What a weird question. I mean, I'll show it to him, but like. <laughs> yeah, he'd be in heaven if he, if he landed here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he already went to heaven when he met a, what's her face in a Sabodia. <laughs> oh, uh, Shaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, honestly, the, the Amazon Lily arc is just 
there's that little Shiba Inu in the background being like the the naughty bunk or whatever. But then Luffy shows up and <laughs> he's like, "Wench, I do not wish to be born. <laughs> I only wish to be happy." <laughs> My favorite Berserk part music about that whole meme, yeah, it's from Berserk. It's all Berserk music. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, before before we move on any further, uh, I wanted to, I guess, ask Devin, since Brendan didn't bring it up either, uh, mm-hmm. what do you think we do next? Because we're done with Luffy, seemingly. I'm going to assume we're going to, we're not going to go straight to Impel Down. So we'll probably join up with the other Straw Hats and see what they're doing. But I right. feel like we're probably not going to spend as much time on whatever they're doing as we did with Luffy. I wouldn't be surprised if we just end up like speed running the next couple of episodes and get through most of the Straw Hat crew. I I don't know. I feel like it, it's going to be I feel like it's going to be a couple episodes per like they're going to draw this bitch out. Like, let's be real. It's one piece. They like to draw shit out. So I feel like we're going to get like maybe like three episodes for Zoro and then like pairs like, like there will be like a couple pairs of people that'll be together and they'll like do like three episodes of quickly of them doing shit and then be like all right we're all on our way to one place somehow because we're all going to find out a reason to go to Impel Down. Mm-hmm. So that's, you do suspect theory. that they're all going to meet back at Impel Down though? I have a feeling that's going to be the case but I would be surprised if they don't. Okay. Like it would be, it wouldn't make sense if they don't. Well, what would make sense then? That's an interesting statement. What would make sense is if they all meet up in Sabaudi Island or wherever. Uh, what's his face is at because that's where they all have a. Do they all have a? They um, all have a Viver card for Rayleigh. Yeah, so it would make more sense for them to all meet up wherever Rayleigh is, and I don't think Rayleigh would be in Impelled Down. Okay, but it's not absolutely impossible like Kizaru could be like hey yo come with me but I doubt that would work <laughs> come and with me. really was like yo bet dude right <laughs> like there's like a million things that could happen I feel yeah. like Rayleigh's gonna be the tie for them all but I don't know when and where because like logically yeah they should meet outside of Impel Down like Luffy should go to Impel Down by himself and all the shenanigans but when big plot stuff happens Typically, all the crew is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Fair so enough. So I don't, I don't know where else, you know, they would go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only... I kind of hope that Usopp is on the, the the giant island, though. I think that would be fucking that, that would be That would be very convenient if Kuma sent him exactly where he would want <laughs> to go. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I feel like I'm more or less in the same boat, I guess. I think everyone else is going to come up with the same tactic of well the best way for us to all get together is the beaver card because if luffy can think of it then anybody can think of it but for them all to get the impel down there's really only well there could be more than one way but the easiest way would be if rayleigh ended up there and then the beaver card leads everybody else there right um i also thought maybe like for them to get to impel down all of them would one way or another receive the news about ace and make some of their own stretches and go, well, if Luffy somehow also found out about this, then he's probably going to go there, too. And then one way or another, they'll make their individual ways to impel down. But right. Um, yeah, I, I do feel like we're not going to spend nearly as much time. What did we do? Like nine episodes on Kuja Island or what, what's this island called? I think it's like uh, six episodes Am- Amazon now. Lily. And yeah, Amazon it was Lily. like. It was like nine or so, because I think we, this is the third the last, week we've been here, this, right? Yeah, this is the third week, and I think we did four, three, three, so like ten episodes here. I, I, I feel I feel like the same ten episodes is going to get us most of the way through the rest of the Straw Hat crew. I would like to also remind uh, both of y'all that I, we don't know where the rest of the straws are, but just know that Amazon Lily, wherever he ends up being, somewhere in the Calm Belt, he's, he's on an island in the Calm Belt, uh, would have taken an upwards of a week to get to Impel Down. From where they're at. And the only reason they're even going with the Navy ships because it would take three days from there. So depending on where the rest of the straws are, question might be whether or not they even have the capability of getting anywhere near impelled down in the time frame that's required. Fair enough. Just one extra shit mm-hmm. in the mix. Unless mm-hmm. they see mm-hmm. Kuma again and he's like, yo, bet. I'm going to send you there. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> like, no, well. That doesn't make sense because he said, you will never see me again. But he only said that to Luffy. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> so he's like he dropped he dropped all of them off on their islands was like i'm gonna wait a couple of hours <laughs> for them to get their training arc in and then send them to impel down the, the weirdest you know, part about these episodes is that luffy hasn't gotten a training arc no no not really he, he's just gotten he's he's just gotten progressively angrier that's all yeah. he has he's been just doing. He's, he's like kind of unlocked the conqueror's hockey sort of he's tiny learned bit, he can he bit. can get angry enough to make people pass out if they're weak-willed well to him he doesn't even know they're passed out because of that <laughs> right he just things just kind of happen around him and he goes what's ever what's the problem with everybody what's wrong <laughs> why is everyone anyway. why did everyone go to sleep honestly seeing that kind of reminds me of a book series that i read a while or i didn't read the whole thing but it's part of the first book it's called mistborn and mm -hmm. like he has this like whole magic system that's all complicated but the first like couple chapters are literally just following this girl who's like has a power but she doesn't understand it and she just like forces her will onto people it's it's a broad term but like she may, like convinces them to do something and she has like no idea why it's working later on you find out why but it just reminds me of that where like luffy's like hmm if i do this stuff happens <laughs> what a coincidence i was also reminded of a of a book series uh the girl with the celestial dragon tattoo <laughs> Shut up, dude. You are such a fucking loser. <laughs> you My are such God. A... All right, that was, moving on that from that. That was a good one. What's that the golden ham? One. Who's the golden <laughs> ham on. this week? I hate you. I hate Come everything on. about you. I've been sitting on that one. I want the golden ham to either be, because I know you fucks aren't going to pick Hancock. Uh, my heart goes to Hancock, but physically I will pick somebody different. Uh, I choose either Granny Neon or Mamonga and nobody else. I, I will vote for Mamongus. Unless Devin, <sighs> well, Devin's going to put forth Goat Coon. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I'm inclined to go Goat Coon here. Oh, God. You guys are we so need retribution. We need retribution for the animals that were heard in these episodes mm -hmm, they need mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. they need a hero is Someone that <laughs> goku is the hero to bring yeah. down they're, they're holding out for a hero till the end of the night <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is the savior I'm, I'm going i'm with you here this is goat coon time go coon go coon go to go coon go coon go coon go coon I'm sorry, Brendan. It, no, you're it not. be that way. I'm, I'm not. I, it is what <laughs> it is. You apologize for nothing. Moving on to the go 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 grab bag, even though they already heard us talk about it. Uh, hey, Christian, do you mind reaching your hand to this bag? Ah? Sure. Uh, mind the needles, by it. the way. <laughs> oh, and Devin's virus that he just oh, come on. <laughs> uh, I'm the only one who hasn't gotten it here. All all the rest of you fucks have gotten it. One of us. No. One of us. One of us. Was that needle used? Every single one of these are recycled, yes. Hey, it's a recommendation again. We fast-tracked it this week to the top of the lineup once more. And now it's my turn. Yeah. It's my. I, I didn't even realize I did that, but I'm glad that that meme has stood the test of time because that also came from like episode 100. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn ma ma ma. Uh, my recommendation this week, uh, you know, uh, if any of our listeners have Netflix, which I, I would got to imagine that there's a decent chunk of you that probably does have Netflix. I don't know. Netflix kind of going down the toilet these days. Yeah. Like I might be getting rid of mine here pretty soon, but in the meantime, uh, the third season of, and I know we talked about it recently, uh, Love, Death, and Robots came out this week. And oh, it did? Pretty much 100% of the episodes are fire. Oh, like, let's go. Dude, it's, I, I, we've talked about it briefly. For anyone that is interested in animation styles and animation stories that go beyond, like, anime, and you want to see, like, different variations of stuff, go check out Love, Death, Robots. Did what are you doing? The series is fantastic. That? I feel like I might have rectified that once. Because I know at one point I thought I had given it as a recommendation and I hadn't. And I don't remember if I just like used my net, my following recommendation on season two or not at one point. I, uh, this may this may be facts. So I will way. take your recommendation and make it my own. Uh, no backsies. <laughs> no backsies. Uh, specifically, there's a uh, there's one episode that stands out as fucking amazing. And uh, it's it's like 
just to give you a hint, it's the episode where they're on the ship, and that's all I'm going to give you. Uh, it's so fucking good. And it is a very reminiscent of another like little indie game that I played once before called uh, The Return of the Obra Dinn, which uh, visually it's kind of hard to play because it's like in this weird, like almost ASCII, like everything is in the form of ASCII, but they make pictures out of ASCII. It's very strange. Uh, and I'm not even I'm just really giving ass. What kind of key are we talking about? ASCII is like stupid computer characters that look like hieroglyphics. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, actually, ASCII, that's not even what ASCII is. ASCII <laughs> is like code to trans to, to, to turn values into letters or something. But Take my word for it. Everything looks like in uh, Return of the Oberdin uh, that it was built in a Macintosh like from like the 1980s. And uh, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. You just got to look up a video of it. But visually, it's kind of hard to look at. I'm just imagining the text from like the Predator language. That's that's all you got from me. Yeah, <laughs> from oh, you know what? Better description. It looks like the Matrix if you played a game with the Matrix filter 100% of the time. Huh. Like with all the characters Weird. coming down all the yes, time. Yes, yes. Like if so you were you seeing see, the code of the Matrix. Yeah, but it, you like see these like 3D images built inside of that code. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it, it looks it looks very funky, but great game. Um, but it's like a mystery game where they try to. It's like a whodunit, but it's also oh, like are you focusing on like, Oberdin now? Yeah, like Cthulhu stuff. I don't know. I I love that episode of Love Death and Robots. The whole season is the whole third season was really good. I wish they had more. It's only my only problem with it. I wish they had more episodes. I want to eat more of it. Uh, did they only do eight again? Um, I would. Yeah, be. they only they only did another nine. Uh, I think if yeah. only if only to have a sixteen episode season again. Dude, tell me about it. I've, it I've actually so been good. tempted to repick up Love Death and Sorry, Love Death and Robots because uh, a, a YouTube channel that I like to watch, uh, Corridor Digital, they do a lot of VFX stuff. They've been talking about it a lot, and I've seen some snippets from it. Oh there. my god, watch it, please! It's so dude, good. Dude, Love Death and Robots is so good, dude. It's so like good. I've seen a couple episodes, and like I guess at the time I didn't understand the context of why this was a show. So now that I know it or understand why it exists and why it's a you know a thing Dude, it, it serves two purposes that feed my uh that satiate my hunger number one so sci-fi shit we love sci-fi shit nothing mm -hmm. will ever satiate the the hunger that is dead space in my heart uh and number two animation studios that are not big big name animation studios getting a chance to like strut their stuff big fans i'll have to take a look at it again check yeah, out love death do. and robots Everything's there's, so good. There's, on Love so, there's so many, so many, especially in the first season that I just God, I would give so much for them to have and like dedicated seasons for just those short stories, man. Dude, tell me about it. They're so good. I, I remember the some of the ones from first season, like the one with like where it follows the three robots in the aftermath of the world. Like I would kill to watch. Oh, yeah. That's a nice like that. slice of life type one. That yeah, was season it's like, hey, two, this like your wasn't grandfather? it? There's, there's like the the my, the two off the top of my head that I can remember that I remember always wanting to have like a whole thing for is the like the aliens and the 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 Russian. It takes place in like like Russia in the future or something like that. Oh, the World War Two one. Yeah, World War whatever, and they're like they're fighting these crazy ass aliens. Uh, they're and they go to like exterminate a nest or something like that, and. The other one is the like the cyberpunk one where the people implant them their well not implant but they like broadcast their brains into these giant monsters and then they fight the yeah, monsters to the death. That one I want. That, that one is one so too. sick. I want that one to have a whole season. Anyway, oh, so that one this so is a fantastic cool. recommendation. I'm glad you said this because I didn't realize it was out already, and now I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, dude, they're <laughs> so good. But Christian, your date? Well, I mean, it probably won't be that interesting anyway. I'll I'll just watch on the side. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be in his day then watching this she the actually side. just texted she actually just texted me a second ago wondering if i if we were almost done so <laughs> all right well that's uh that's all we have this week devin do the thing follow us on instagram and twitter at panda sightings you can also send us questions at panda sightings at gmail.com thank you again for listening uh again hopefully that this recording uh this will probably become the new normal if it feels different uh so hopefully it's still good and uh, power to our editor for giving themselves that little bit of extra free time. And hopefully next time COVID won't be kicking my butt. Remember, button. stirred, not shaken. Stirred, not shaken. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.